Hi, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Irrelevant, the podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Womack. If you don't know, now you know. And I'm here with a very special guest. Um, I'm Karen. It is nice to meet you all. I am one of Marissa's friends. And today we are going to be talking about the topics of friendship and morals and how those fit together in a college environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Karen was my good day buddy. But that's how we met. That's mm-hmm. how we knew each other. But we knew each other like on Instagram before that. Yeah. So and then just became friends. Which like that can like kinda jumpstart friends of just yeah. like college. Like I feel like whenever you go into college you go on like the Instagram and like you figure out like who you want to be, like, your roommate, or, like, who you, mm-hmm. like, think are going to be in your shorty, like, want to be your friends, and everything like that, and one of, like, my best friends, I met her through the Instagram, because I, like, saw her, and then, like, she had a mutual friend that, like, came to my homecoming, and was, like, my friend's cousin, I, it was just, like, really weird, mm-hmm. she was, like, my best friend, and, like, that wouldn't have happened if it weren't for, like, yeah. Instagram, mm-hmm. and, like, the Instagram as a whole. I feel like that could be so good, but also so bad. Like you said, like you meet so many people like you, like a few of our other friends, like Katie Block, for example, like that's how I met her via social media. But I feel like that also can be really hard in a college environment because you are looking online and you have like these expectations of how people are going to be and you're talking to them. And so in your mind, you're like, this is my friend, but you don't know since you haven't, you know, met them yet, maybe you don't know how they're thinking of it. And I think that can lead to like, disappointment sometimes or even having to constantly see like such a level of interaction between so many people like mm-hmm. we're not really supposed to be seeing so many like intimate details of people's lives so I think when people first get to school and they're you know reaching out via social media and seeing every like intimate detail of people's lives mm-hmm. it can be really stressful yeah especially because that's how most people make their you know first friends mm-hmm. so it can be hard to have the confidence like go out there yeah naturally like start introducing yourself to people and it seems like everyone mm-hmm. is somehow already linked yeah yeah i like was looking back on some of the people that i followed and i was like i have seen them out but i like didn't even know that i followed them mm-hmm. or like like going through my dms and like figuring out who they like dm like where they are now and things like that like one of the girls that i was lived with I can absolutely not see myself, like, living with her. But, yeah, I feel like sometimes, like, having the aspect of, like, social media can, like, be hard for making, like, true friendships. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like back in the day, like, our parents, like, they had to introduce themselves to everybody or, like, Mm -hmm. just, like, be more confident. And I feel like a lot of people can, like, be very confident on social media and then, like, behind doors. Right. Be very closed off. Yeah. And I think it also can create a lot of like honestly anxiety because mm-hmm. from seeing a picture even just seeing a picture on social media or seeing something once again we're not supposed to know what you know everyone's doing all yeah. the time but like seeing like for example your friends like out mm-hmm. somewhere and you're like oh like i wonder what they're doing like it kind of creates like this false notion of like because you're seeing all these people's lives you're either thinking like i was excluded mm-hmm. or like have feelings of anxiety and like that's not how we're supposed to be living or like conditioned and I think that's something that's hard about college is like things that can seem very innocent can be misinterpreted very easily Mm -hmm. because 
you know, like our families aren't here and we're just relying on each other. Like yeah. Friendship is pretty much one of the core things that we mm-hmm. have here to like keep going. That's why I think it can be so like much more stressful, I would say. Yeah. Like literally last night I was in my lobby and this girl looks at me, she's like staring at me and I was like, Why is she staring at me? And she was like, Hey Marissa and I was like, Who? Like literally who are you? And she was like, It's like, I forgot her name. Like, I'm not even gonna lie, I don't even remember it. But she was like, I was in your Pi Fi group. And I just, like, had to act like I remembered who she was. And I was like, oh, okay, like, how are you doing? And she was like, I see, like, your posts all the time. And I'm like, she was like, you're doing so well. And, like, like all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, like, it's not like I'm stressed out 24-7. But it's, like, I feel like everyone puts out, uh, like, what they want to be mm-hmm. perceived as, like, on social media, like, obviously for me, like, I, I'm constantly posting, like, my podcast and things like that, but, like, what people don't see is me editing for three hours in yeah. my room alone, like, me having 18 credit hour classes, like, right now, and, like, being stressed 24-7, like, literally not getting any sleep, and, like, I don't have class three days a week, and I still feel like my days are filled up because I'm at the gym, and then, like, I have to go straight back here, like, I'm studying at the gym, like, just, like, random mm-hmm. things like that, like, I just am constantly packed. But how I'm perceived is, like, I have my shit together, and I'm, like, doing great. And, like, yeah, I am, like, I'm very, like, thankful for, like, my life and everything like that. But it's, like, for the people that, like, I'm not super close with in college, like, they don't know, like, actually how my life is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people look, and they're, like, oh, my God, like, she's doing so well. Why am I not doing that? And then that brings in, like, the idea of comparison and mm-hmm. things like that. And, like, I feel like that brings more anxiety. Right. And, like, especially, like, sometimes I'll be on Snapchat and I'll see, like, certain people together. And I'm, like, oh, like, I wonder what my life would be like if I was, like, in their friend group or, like, mm-hmm. out with them right now or, like, things like that. Like, constantly comparing. And I feel like that's just not good. No, yeah. And it's also, the other thing about it is, like, it makes it... like it's so invasive to just be able to like go on a social media app and see where people are like people who aren't in your life anymore and then it's like okay maybe you don't want to see them if you remove them then you're being mean you know like you can't just mute their location or like what they're doing and so it becomes a type of thing where it's like it's a lose-lose because Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily dislike this person maybe you used to be friends no hard feelings but you don't need to be like deeply like involved in their day-to-day but you just like can't get away get away from it in college because we're all like so concentrated Mm -hmm. and like the other thing about like how people perceive things is like we all come into college with a different level of communication yeah like at home like in your town you're living with people you've been with for years you know how their family is how they communicate yeah. you come to college and everyone has different levels of communication like some people have been going to therapy for five years and yeah. know how to like get their feelings out other people yeah. have no idea mm-hmm. and are like you know she's passive aggressiveness and like that's another thing about like how perception and communication mixed with social media can mm-hmm. cause so many problems yeah. in friendship especially if someone's like perceiving a lack of communication as being mean Mm -hmm. people I think people fail to consider how different we all were coming in yeah and I feel like once you find like your kind of friend group in college you do have to like take a step back and like think about like Mm -hmm. how they would want to be reacted to and like for me like I'm the kind of person where it's like one like honesty is like a big thing for me like just tell me where like what you're doing or like if you don't want to like hang out like 
literally, I don't care what you're doing. Just like, I'd rather you be honest with me and be like, Hey, like I'm going to do this, like mm-hmm. whatever. Because like, if I do like go on your story or like on snap apps and I see like that you're out, like, I'm just going to be like, Oh, like one, they just lied to me too. Like now I feel awful. And that all goes into like reactions. I used to be like a very reactive person. Like I did not know how to let it go. Mm -hmm. If someone came to me and said something passive aggressive or said something to me that was like, could be considered rude. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even sit there and think about it. I'd respond immediately and just, you know, say something back. I'd be like very reactive. And my problem was I would hold other people to a higher standard than I hold myself. So, like, let's say, like, there was, like, you know, a communication problem or, like, one of my friends, like, we have plans, let's say they, like, went somewhere without me. Like, in the past, I would, like, hold them to such a high standard and be like, wow, like, I can't believe, like, yeah. you did that to me, like, you know, like, immature, like, yeah. in high school. And then now I realize, like, I can't hold people to any standard if I'm not even, I don't have a universal standard for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I expect people to respect me as their friend and communicate with me when... I used to be the type of person to kind of try to people please. Like, I'd be like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'll let you know, you know, whatever. And try to kind of, like, keep the peace with everyone. And then I realized that a friend to everyone is a friend to no one. Mm -hmm. Because by, like, giving your energy to try to give your full energy to as many people as possible to try to get them to like you, not only will they probably not like you for who you actually are, but then you're not going to have anything left to give authentically to people who are your true friends. Yeah. So then I started thinking, like, I need to hold myself to a universal standard, regardless of who my friend is that's talking to me, like, regardless of what the situation is, like, why should I, you know, respond fully and honestly to one person and avoid another just Mm -hmm. to not have a problem for myself? Like, that's selfish and that's being a bad friend. And I realized, like, in college, there's certain situations that are not worth reacting to, and there's certain ones that are. That's another thing I used to not get, like... If, you know, you're out with your friends and one of them, you know, goes off somewhere, they don't leave you alone or anything. You know, you're with your other friends, but, you know, they go off and you're like, where are they? What are they doing? You know, they've been drinking, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. In the past, I would have been like, oh, my God, like, why'd she leave me? Like, what's going on? Like, and I didn't think of it from, like, other people's perspectives of, like, people aren't intentionally trying to harm you. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, like, your friends aren't. And that's why it's not worth a reaction sometimes because... If there's no intention to be harmful, then a reaction in a situation like that isn't going to do anything but make things, like, uncomfortable, especially when we're in an environment where everyone's, like, floating around. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say it's not worth reacting if someone intentionally was like, I'm going to leave my friend that I came with and not tell her. That's, you know, one thing. That's when a reaction is justified. But I feel like in college, 99% of things, once again, go back to bad communication, Mm -hmm. which is why it's, like is it even yeah worth reacting to yeah i feel like it, it's just like because we are all like still teenagers like we're still young and mm-hmm. i feel like there's so many things that like we just haven't learned enough to be like okay like is this really going to be worth a reaction mm-hmm. or, like people that like fish for reactions like you can kind of tell who like those kind of friends are and i feel like a big thing in college is like quality over quantity Mm -hmm. because I feel like in high school like it's always like quantity over quality like realistically like I'm only friends with like five people 
from high school still, and then, like, I have, like, my break friends that, like, you only hang out with, like, spring break, or not even spring break, like, summer break, and, like, winter break kind of thing, but it's, like, you get to college, and you're, like, okay, well, even, like, looking back on high school friends, like, you're, like, do I even, like, really want them in my life anymore, Mm -hmm. like, they're bringing me no satisfaction, or, like, no, like, they're not helping my life at all, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, when you get to college, like, you have so many different options of, like, having friends. And, like, obviously, like, having a lot of friends isn't a bad thing, but, like, having your close friends, mm-hmm. like, you have to make sure that you give them, like, the energy that you want mm-hmm. in return and, like, the effort that you want in return. And, like, obviously it's not bad, like, having different friend groups, but just, like, making sure that, like, you're balancing all of them in a sense of, like, how you would want, Mm -hmm. like, it returned. Because I feel like sometimes, like, you can, like, forget about certain ones, and then you're like, oh, well, I haven't hung out with you in, like, two months, but, like, Mm -hmm. I need to. And then you give them, like, a little bit of effort, but then they're, like, they Mm -hmm. put in more, and, like, it's just, like, hard to, like, balance it. But I feel like just making sure that, like, you have quality friends in college is probably yeah and I completely agree and I would say like the first step to being able to have these good friends is like Mm self-reflection even even if you're a person who sits there and thinks like I have the best friends in the world there's absolutely no problems like whatever there probably are and you need to sit back and self-reflect like a big question to ask is like the way I feel in response to a person, is it because of something this person did? Did my friend actually bother me? Was my friend actually being a bad friend or am I, like, projecting some sort of insecurity? Yeah. Because that's a big thing, I feel like, as, like, obviously teenage girls, like, everyone has some sort of insecurity. Everyone's had some sort of bad friend. Everyone's had some sort of, like, situation they didn't really understand, like, those passive-aggressive kind of tense friendships. Mm-hmm. And you're just, like, confused. Like, when yeah. they're, like, you know, there's, like, the attitude and the tone and it's, like, you have to sit back and think, like, some people are acting out of insecurity, but some of your reactions can also be out of insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like, your feelings are always valid, but that doesn't mean they're caused by someone else. It could be your interpretation and, like, how you view yourself. And so then after you figure all that out about yourself, I think that's when you can start having, like, healthy friendships. Because yeah. someone that's very in touch with their emotions mm-hmm. would have a much different reaction to say their friend is out, you know, out on the town doing whatever, and, you know, they're, like, texting their friend, they're like, oh, what are you doing? Their friend doesn't answer. Someone who's very, like, secure in themselves and, like, but they're in touch with their emotions is going to be like, my friend's out, probably drunk, probably not on her phone, I'm not upset about it, like, you know, I'm secure with myself. Someone who's very, like, insecure with themselves and worried about their you know, self-image and, like, mm-hmm. take things very personally would be calling them and, like, seeing where they are and, like, freaking out. And that's why it's so important to, like, figure yourself out first. Mm-hmm. Because friendships will not work out. Like, there are a, there's a lot more work that goes into it than yeah. people think. You don't just... I mean, you can have friends, but then they're, they're your acquaintances. If, you yeah. Know, you don't have that relationship with them. And people... I don't think people realize that. Yeah. I think people think they're going to come to college, join a sorority, that, like have a million friends that are going to come naturally they're going to meet some like meet mm-hmm. people all the time and everyone's so excited to make friends and like yeah that's partially true you're going to meet a million people and you're going to be excited to have friends but yeah. if you'll like you, stay high when you're yeah. kind of thing but. right but no one's going to be there for you if you don't have that like self-respect and 
that universal standard of how you treat people, how you want to be treated, and, like, security in yourself. Mm -hmm. Because then you're going to have a lot of acquaintances and no real friends. Yeah. And if you don't have real friends in school, you're going to have, like, a horrible time. Mm -hmm. That's just, like, friends make the school. Yeah. That's, like... And I think, like, people don't realize that when you go into college, like, you are going to find, like, friends and, like, best friends, like, way quicker. Because I feel like in high school, like, you have four years Mm -hmm. to, like, figure out who you want, like, in long term. But, like, college, like, yeah, you do have, like, four more years. But also, like, you're living with these people, Mm -hmm. like, constantly around them kind of thing. So you really do have to, like, pick and choose, like, what battles to fight and, like, Mm -hmm. who you really want to be around, like, after college. Exactly. Because I feel like that's, like, what I'm always, like, thinking about and, like, what I'm always scared about because I I literally think about the future all the time. Like, I think about my 10-year reunion. Like, I just Mm -hmm. think about, like, being successful in life. But I also think about, like, oh, like, when I get married, like, who are going to be my bridesmaids? Like, and I think about after college, like, how do you make friends? Like, how do you meet people? Like, those kind of things. And so I feel like, for me specifically, I'm like, well, I just have to make sure that, like, I actually like these people enough to, like, spend basically the rest of my life Mm -hmm. with them as my friends because so many people, like, like, my sister, for instance, she had, like, a sorority and, like, a bunch of, like, super close friends that she was friends with, and, like, now she has, like, three that, like, I would consider, like, are her close friends, Mm -hmm. and, like, she has slowly been realizing that, like, how to, like, meet people and how, like, make sure that those people are gonna, like, last Mm -hmm. a lifetime, and, like, obviously, like, things happen, and, like, when you have kids, like, things like that, but it's also, like, in the movies, like, you see how people, like, raise their kids together and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, I feel like everyone just wants that, like, picture-perfect life. And I feel like mm-hmm. making sure that you pick the right friends in college is, like, mm-hmm. a big thing for that. And on top of picking the right friends, it's, like, this is the time to learn how to be a friend. Mm-hmm. Not even just picking them, but how how do you want to treat people? How do you want people to perceive you? Like, mm-hmm. I think about, what I think about all the time is, like, how would my friends describe me? Yeah. Like, I try to envision, like, each each person I'm, like, spending time with. And I know who would describe me in the way I see myself and who would describe me as, like, oh, she's funny. She's fun to go out with. Yeah. And, you know, so beyond picking the right friends, it's, like, why do some people see me the way I see myself and other people don't? Maybe I need to work harder on this relationship to, like, show yeah. a truer version of myself. And another thing, a, a skill I think I've at least been learning in college is that by avoiding blame, mm-hmm. and instead, I think blame and accountability are two very different things. Yeah. I don't like where it's, this is your fault. This is yeah. my fault. This is, you know, I don't think anything can be so black and white in a friendship. I don't think anyone is ever fully wrong and anyone is ever fully right. I think it's more... I feel like I was miscommunicating mm-hmm. or I'm, I didn't realize that that was something you didn't like. I won't do that again. Rather than, you know, why would you tell people that? Yeah. Like, because even just talking to your friends like that, I feel like sets a basis for a bad friendship. Mm-hmm. And those probably aren't the friendships that are going to last you yeah. throughout your life. And the other thing is like, despite friendships, like they require hard work. You mm-hmm. have to work. Like you have to communicate respect, like learn how to understand people, like really like pick your battles. Yeah. But also, that doesn't mean you have to 
work on every friendship that you have to the full extent because sometimes you're just not compatible with someone like Mm -hmm. there's some people that are meant to be in your life for a shorter time like teaching you a lesson or you know Mm -hmm. they're there to support you in a specific time maybe they're not going to be your friend when you're 40 but that's okay and I think a lot of people have trouble navigating that because Mm -hmm. they kind of fear endings and not being liked by everyone and like I think that also goes back to being secure in yourself Mm -hmm. because I think once you're secure in yourself, you can understand, you know, I drifted from someone. It doesn't mean they don't like me or I don't like them. It just happens. Mm -hmm. That's another skill to work on in college because you don't want to be, you know, 25 years old and navigating like the workforce and like trying to find roommates and still not be able to cope Mm -hmm. with like friendships ending or drifting apart. Yeah. And I feel like that goes along with, like, morals mm-hmm. of just, like, kind of knowing what principles that you want to practice. And, like, like a big thing that you just said was, like, roommates. Like, for the future, because, like, Ta- Kayla, bleh, Taylor and Kelly have been my roommates mm-hmm. since last year. They're my roommates this year. They're going to be my roommates next year. Like, I'm graduating early, so I won't be here, like, my last year. But, like, thinking about, like, either living alone or, like, finding other people that you're compatible with enough mm-hmm. to want to live with them. Because, like, we have such, like, a great dynamic. Like, we're very, as you guys can tell by my room, my room is, like, bright color. Like, and they're both very, like, neutral people. Mm-hmm. And, like, when we first started, like, rooming together, like, I was, like, the, the party girl, like, going out all the time. Like, they had boyfriends and now, like, mm-hmm. we're kind of all like mashing perfectly together but like thinking about like where we're gonna be like after college and like those kind of things and like knowing the morals and the principles like when me and Taylor went on our like first like roommate date to like make sure that we wanted to like be roommates like we talked about like what kind of person that like we are and like how our friends would describe Mm -hmm. us and like what we want to like look for like in the future and I feel like that's a big thing of like in college, like, knowing and, like, learning more about yourself and, mm-hmm. like, what you really want to, like, get out of college. And, like, not even, like, just your education, but, like, you grow, like, completely different because, like, you go from being in a community where, like, your parents put you in that situation and, like, you really can't get out of it like, mm-hmm. unless you, like, leave. But, like, in college, you literally get to form as a completely different person like you're Mm -hmm. still growing you're still learning and like being able to like understand those details about yourself and like understand where you really want to come out at the end of college and like learning those morals is such a big thing right your practices and like yeah you wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. and just like random things like that especially with friendships because the way that i view it is if i'm operating by like a moral code like things i think are right and good and like kind and then things i think are like dishonest and mean and like bad like I wouldn't want to do them if you have that set understanding of like your rights and wrongs then you can come out of every situation knowing that you had good intentions and you did your best and naturally from having good intentions and having your own moral code everything will naturally be better than having you know bad intentions but when you have that set code you can navigate your life with healthy friendships and also like your life becomes much more constant Mm -hmm. and you have the same level of respect for all the people you care about, Mm -hmm. which goes back to like 
you know, like people pleasing versus like being all over the place. Like if you have a universal standard, for example, like one of the things I try to do is I used to be bad at responding to people mm-hmm. and I didn't think of it as like, oh, I was being rude. I, I didn't really consider how that was rude. And then I was like, I had, you know, I was thinking about it. It was like, that is really rude because someone's reaching out to me in their time. They didn't have to. And I'm sitting there like being like, I'll get to it later. So this person isn't like worthy of my time. Yeah. So like, that's one of the things I make sure to universally do is if someone's trying to reach out to me or ask me a question, I'll respond to them that day mm-hmm. because why wouldn't I? That's, you know, yeah. part of being a good friend. And so like, that's something that I carry with me because that's how I would want people to like treat me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like having more and more of those like moral, I guess, like I wouldn't say qualities, but like universal standards. Mm-hmm. I think that's something you really get out of college because you come out of college you go into it being someone who's like, I have no idea what's going on. I have to go make all these friends. I want these people to like me. I'm going to try to get them to like me. I'm going to try to be cool. I'm going to post this. I'm going to go there. And, like, being very sporadic and yeah. just kind of trying to, like, get a little bit of everything to being someone who has these, like, principles that are going to be respected both by people and by yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to feel kind of like, I don't know, I want to say like a fraud, yeah. but, like, you at least know that your friendships are authentic from your side Mm -hmm. and that you have good intentions. Yeah. I, like, used to... Well, okay, I still kind of do. Like, I'm very, very good about responding to, like, everyone, like, right away. Obviously not on Snapchat, just because I don't have my notifications on. But when people, like, text me or when they call me, Mm -hmm. if my phone's charging or, like, something like that, like, obviously I won't respond, but usually I have my watch on. So I, like, make sure that, like... I can, like, get it, because you never know, like, one, when someone's in an emergency, mm-hmm. two, like, my motto, this is so awful to think about, but I'm, like, what if this is the last text they, like, ever yeah. said, and, like, I want it to, like, just be, like, a response to just, like, know that, like, it's fine. Currently, I have to text someone back because I forgot to earlier, but there are some times, like, recently where I'll, like, open it, and I'll, like, completely, like, need to, like, respond, and mm-hmm. then I just, like, forget, yeah. so I just, like, don't open it anymore. Mm-hmm. but I have been trying to get back on, like, responding right away, but I just know, like, some other people, like, they just aren't as good mm-hmm. at responding, so I just, there, there's just, like, certain times where I'm, I do miss it, and then I just, like, feel awful, like, afterwards, yeah. I'm, like, I'll text them, and be like, I'm so sorry, like, I genuinely just, like, didn't see it, or, like, forgot to, like, send it, but, um, yeah, I don't know, I, like, that's just how I, like, look at it, of just, like, you you really never know, like, where things can mm-hmm. go or be or, like, how things end mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I feel like just, like, knowing your morals, not even, like, going into college, but, like, learning them mm-hmm. and, like, taking the time to learn them. Taking the time, exactly. Yeah. Consider them. And, like, I would say my most important is connecting to what you were saying about how you never know. Like, Mm -hmm. when it's the last time is I think gratitude is the number one most important thing in life, in every aspect of life, but especially in friendships. And, like, this is very, like, dramatic, but sometimes I'll literally just sit in my room and cry because I feel so grateful that I, like, know these people. Mm -hmm. That there are people that are so, like, considerate and kind and, like, It'll be something so small, like, for example, my, like, smoke alarm broke, and it was beeping nonstop for, like, two days, and so I texted 
my friends and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, can someone please help me? And all of them responded right away. They're like, let's go. Like, we'll go get like a battery. Like, we'll go fix it. Like, we'll call whoever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they don't have to do that. Yeah. No one owes me anything. No one in this world has to do anything for me. But yeah. the fact that they responded so quickly, so like, it really was just meant so much to me. Or like, I'll be, I live out of state, you know, that. Mm-hmm. So I'll be flying at home and I'll need a ride or something. Yeah. And before I even text anyone I'll have like my big texting me like I know you're flying in today do you need a ride like you usually do and it's just like you have to show people you're so grateful for them and you also have to feel it because gratitude is just it's so important yeah. especially in friendships because a lot of people are not as lucky to have mm-hmm. you know even friends at all are like mm-hmm. kind considerate friends or the opportunity to go and meet people mm-hmm. and so you have to express like gratitude for everything like gra- thank you for driving me thank mm-hmm. you for you know, checking in on me. Thank you for calling me and like letting me know something. Thank you for letting me borrow this. Like make sure your gratitude is shown and your friendships will become so much better and stronger. Yeah. Because a lack of gratitude, first of all, I think it's just like the worst thing someone can do because life becomes so much more beautiful once you point out everything that you're grateful for. But it also can cause miscommunication. It can cause people to feel like you don't value them even if you do. Even if you think it, I'm grateful these people are my friends, you have to show it. You have to put it out there mm-hmm. so that you can continue building on that, yeah. you know, that friendship. And I think, like, not even, like, just solely on, like, friendships. Like, I, this semester, like, made resolutions, and one of them is to, like, walk to classes now. And, mm-hmm. like, even though sometimes it's cold, I literally just grab a jacket. Because I feel like every time that I was driving last semester to class, I would go in so negative. And mm-hmm. I would just be like, I hate like, I hate parking here, like, I can't find a mm-hmm. parking spot, like, I just get so pissed, but, like, now that I take the time, like, it, it literally takes me the exact same amount to find a parking spot versus walking, and I get to walk through, like, the horseshoe and, like, mm-hmm. the campus, and I, like, literally look around sometimes as I'm walking, and I, like, listen to, like, peaceful music, mm-hmm. and I'll just be, like, jamming out, like, doing my thing, and i just be like, I'm so grateful to, because, mm-hmm. like, I kind of get intake it's like complicated just because I lived here for a year but like I'm so grateful that I have in-state tuition like I'm so grateful that I am on like this campus I'm mm-hmm. like, just like thinking about everything that like is given to me that right. like, I don't like deserve like literally I feel like you just like don't deserve anything in the world but I feel like it's given to you and I feel like just taking the time to like mm-hmm. be very appreciative of it all because like even my parents like I don't, I don't pay for my college, like, they do, and mm-hmm. they, that's just, like, always been, like, how they raised me and my sister, like, if you get A's, if you get B's, like, you, everything will be paid for, basically, like, if you show that you're grateful for what we're giving you, and, like, you actually put in the effort mm-hmm. to be successful, like, literally the other day, I was on the phone with my mom, and me trying not to cry, um, she was like I'm so proud of you and like so proud of like how far you've gotten and her friend got on the phone and she was like we're like all rooting for you and like we're so proud of you and like everything like that and I was like just being able to like appreciate like Mm -hmm. what they've done for me specifically and like how I've been able to get to where I am Mm -hmm. like in my career and like in my success like I really wouldn't be anything without them and like just being so appreciative of mm-hmm. it all and, like, being very grateful for, like, how hard they work and, like, even their friends, like, just being very supportive of me mm-hmm. and just, like, all of that is, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and that's the thing, too, is I feel like 
everyone has situations out of their control. Everyone has negative situations. Everyone will have, you know, a breakup, someone or someone being yeah. mean to them or like financial trouble or like there will always be something out of your control or a problem in your life, no matter how small. But you can't obviously change things out of your control or out of your control. It sucks. Mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. If you and this like I know people a lot of people consider like this like toxic positivity. Like, yeah. I hear this a lot. Maybe this is a hot take and you know I hear a lot like, oh no, like you should feel out your negative emotions. Yes. If someone breaks up with you and you're heartbroken, go and cry and you know yeah. However, your outlook should still be positive on life as a whole. You should still be grateful for the experience, grateful for anything you learn. Look for a lesson in the situation. Mm-hmm. Be thankful you have friends to comfort you, or be thankful you have a phone to listen to music on, a computer to watch a movie on, that yeah. you can go and afford to get an ice cream and cry, or whatever it is that's, you know, uplifting you. Because, yes, the situation might be negative and horrible, but there's something positive to be seen in everything mm-hmm. or a lesson to be learned at the very least. And yeah. I think that's a mindset that gets me through college. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of times when like, I'll have a horrible week and like, you know, every aspect, like school is stressful. Like I'm having like a problem with someone. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like all over the place and I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I'm grateful that I have clothes. I can wear. I'm grateful. I have a bed to sleep in. I'm grateful. I have people I can see later. I'm grateful. I can go outside and feel the sun. Yeah. I'm grateful. I can drink water. And, just saying those things for even five minutes will completely change your yeah. mindset from like, well, is me life is so hard and college is hard and I want to go home and cry and I'm like mm-hmm. to make you feel strong and resilient and genuinely like you will forget about whatever it is that hurt you and start only viewing things as the good they bring. Yeah. Yeah. I think like even like my computer, um, the dog, my dog ate it and <laughs> bit it and like broke it and I, obviously, that was very traumatic for me because my job is completely, like, online for, like, tutoring and everything Mm -hmm. like that, and this is, like, before I had my iPad, like, I just, like, literally had my computer on my phone and I couldn't do anything, like, obviously on my computer, but, like, I called my mom, like, had my little mental breakdown, Mm -hmm. and I, like, sat back and I was, like, okay, like, I'm grateful that, like, I had Maddie to text me and be like, hey, make sure that you have, like, your interview, if you're interview at this time, like, make sure you get there, mm-hmm. like, whatever, I was grateful that I was able to call them and be like, hey, like, my dog just ate my computer, like, is there any way I could get it rescheduled, like, I'm having a mental breakdown, like, I, I'm grateful that I even have an apartment to be able to have two dogs, like, my, they're my roommates, mm-hmm. but, like, being able to have them as, like, support animals and, like, having them whenever I need them. Like, I didn't grow up with dogs. Mm -hmm. I have a bunny, and it's because my mom, like, is allergic, but, like, having animals that, like, are supportive and, like, know when I'm, they know when I'm sad, like, they'll come, like, cuddle with me Mm -hmm. and just be, like, loving and, like, being able to have these animals that we're able to, like, pour back into and, like, having a roommate that even offered to pay for half of it like even though obviously like it was just a whole big thing of like the dog and everything like that but I was like I'm not mad like this is such like mm-hmm. not even like a learning opportunity but like there's so many worse things that could be going on and like are going on in the world and I was like just being able like I'm in an apartment I have electricity I have mm-hmm. like all of these electronics I'm at school like I'm doing fine and like to have those opportunities and to just sit back and be like, I could be so pissed right now and that would ruin my entire week and I choose to not let it. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, 
I feel like if you wake up so negative, then, like, the rest of your day is going to be negative. And, mm-hmm. like, I saw someone, like, made, like, moods where, like, every hour you kind of mark what your mood is and then, like, you look back on your day and you reflect and you're like, okay, like, I was mad for, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's 20 minutes out of 24 hours. Like, those 20 minutes shouldn't have affected my entire day. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, there are things that are going to go wrong in your day, but, like, making sure that those things don't overtake you, I feel like that also can help, like, if you have anxiety or, like, Mm -hmm. depression, like, those kind of things, just, like, having a different outlook, like, switching your outlook. And, like, I feel like from coming into college, like, after traumatic experiences in high school, like, I completely changed my outlook, and, like, obviously, I was more religious back then, but, like, being able to, like, look back on those opportunities and, like, think about, like, how I, like, persevered through those Mm -hmm. things and, like, still being here today, like, that's a big thing, like, I'll wake up and I'll be, like, thank you, like, me being alive like mm-hmm. just like taking time exactly because like, there's there's so many people that like i are in such worse positions than me and like even like you know on tiktok when people come up and they're like oh like here's 500 dollars because you were so nice mm-hmm. and then they're like i don't need it like i think about i'm like why is that never given to me and then i'm like because i don't i don't need it mm-hmm. like there are literally homeless people on the street mm-hmm. like in front of my apartment like I could be in such worse situations and I'm not and I'm Mm -hmm. healthy and that's like another thing of like being healthy and being happy like there's so many things about like your perspective yeah on like the world and just like gratitude specifically Mm -hmm. and like I didn't always have this mindset I used to walk around and literally be like fuck this fuck everything the world sucks I hate life like I was a big pessimist and then I don't know what changed one day. I just got really into, like, stoicism and reading, mm-hmm. like, all the time. And that's when I started getting really into, like, mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think people realize that you have control over your thoughts and the way that you shape your thoughts and the thoughts you choose to consciously have shape your life. Mm-hmm. Like, when I wake up in the morning, I literally, this sounds insane, I make the conscious choice to be awake. Mm-hmm. It used to take me two hours to get out of bed, and now I sit in my bed and I say, I decided I'm awake now. <laughs> yeah. And it makes it so much easier to get up because yeah. I already created the mindset that this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I'm so thankful. I get to wash my face with this face wash that I just bought. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Sets my day off to a positive, like a positive tone. Then yeah. when I'm walking to class and I'm looking around, I'm like, wow, the world is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It changes the way you view life. And things that used to cause like hurt or pain or insecurity, you start viewing as like just a part of the human experience Mm -hmm. like for me like let's say like a breakup like a year ago it would be something that would make me feel like horrible and I'd cry like I would like be in bed for a week and like now it it would just be something that I look at and I'm like first of all it happened for a reason second of all there's something to learn from it and third of all I'm grateful to have the memories but there's so much else to appreciate in life rather than to let this cloud how I view, like, the entire world. And that's genuinely what I think is, like, the key to happiness in a college environment Mm -hmm. is starting with mindset and gratitude and then applying that to, like, your friendships and the people you care about. Because if you're someone that has that positive outlook and positive energy, 
and great like gratefulness mm -hmm. and positivity that's what you're gonna attract yeah. those are the friendships you're gonna have and like you're gonna have so many less communication issues and mm -hmm. issues that aren't necessarily important in the grand scheme mm -hmm. and i feel like going back to like the original of like social media and things like that like whenever the semester starts i delete tiktok mm -hmm. like i don't know why it just like clears me and i like i feel like reading is such a good alternative like mm -hmm. that sounds like so like cringe whatever but like being able to just get away from your phone and like from whatever you're looking at like mm -hmm. that like tiktok can cause comparison and you're like why am i not like famous like all these things and i feel like just like sitting down reading or like even listening to music like music like scientifically like alters your brain mm -hmm. and like the type of music that you listen to like obviously when i'm working out i'm gonna listen to like rap and like empowerment like women empowerment like i listen to megan all the time when mm -hmm. i'm working out because like her fast beat like yeah i like like the beat and the music of like she literally is like i'm a bad bitch and so like being able to like alter your mind with like what you're listening to and like what you're reading and like mm -hmm. even like podcasts and things like that like just being able to sit back and like get away from technology and like mm -hmm. focus on like your inner self and like your inner healing and health is like so good for you i feel like and like waking up in the morning obviously my bed is not made right now i'm washing my sheets mm -hmm. but like waking up in the morning and like making your bed and like just starting your day like that already makes it feel like you've accomplished something mm -hmm. and like taking like fine events like just certain things like i've made like a resolution list obviously that's how everyone starts their year off and like some things like you slowly stop doing but just like being able to start with smaller things mm -hmm. and like always adding smaller things even though like they might seem like they're not a resolution but just like feeling accomplished and like mm -hmm. at the end of the year in like, progress like if yeah. you're in progress everything is progress yeah like, you can't like you have to view life as like just constant lessons and progression otherwise like you're gonna have once again like a bad outlook mm -hmm. if you think things are things are never just one thing things yeah. can change you can change things like you never have to accept something yeah. that you don't like mm -hmm. without attempting to change it yeah you know yeah and like like I, you know how I did, like, every month I did, like, a photo of them, mm -hmm. and the beginning captions were, like, cringy, whatever, and then slowly as the year went on, I made them, like, longer and, like, actually a reflection of the month, mm -hmm. because I feel like everyone tries to make it, like, oh, like, you have to have, like, this certain caption or, like, things yeah, like that. Yeah, like, this aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, like, actually, I didn't care, like, what people thought about, like, what the post was, whatever, but, like, I actually took the time to, like, reflect mm -hmm. on the year, and I was, like, I'm so grateful for these people and these pictures, I'm so grateful for these memories, and, like, some months that didn't have as many pictures, like, obviously, I have, like, separate pictures that, like, I just, like, didn't put on there, but I was, like, I'm gonna, like, push this out into the internet of like the picture wise but the captions like are fully like me and like fully how i perceived the month and like even though there were a lot of highs and a lot of lows like in certain months like i was able to just like reflect mm -hmm. and i literally in some of the pictures i think i posted like pictures of me crying 
and like how I actually was in those mm-hmm. moments and in those months, but yeah. just being able to like take the time to step back and be like, okay, this month, like I met so many different people. I was able mm-hmm. to, like, I remember near the end of last semester, like the first year, I spent like a week living with Mithya, like after I had already moved out and like being able to grow with her, even though like the semester was almost done and it was like our first year was like probably one of the best experiences Mm -hmm. and like Maddie growing closer with her like I wouldn't have gotten those opportunities like and to reflect back on those months Mm -hmm. like if it wasn't for just like learning and growing with other people Mm -hmm. so but I feel like that can go into the last little bit of the purpose of college I think, well, obviously, like, aside from education and career goals, like, I feel like when I think of the purpose of college, like, there's all that that's, like, at the top of my head, but I think the main purpose of college is to honestly become a better person through your own standards, not through other people's standards, not through how other people view you. I think it's to be able to grow from someone who is young and doubting themselves and learning how to just grow up to being someone who has their own identity Mm -hmm. that they decided, their own morals that they decided, their own outlook and mindset that they decided. Yeah. I think it's a big, another purpose of it is to learn how to create your own path and not be influenced Mm -hmm. because you're, you're surrounded by people your own age. Yeah. Now's the time to pick what, you are versus what other people want you to be and i would say it's to be able to graduate and you know how old you are 22 23 like that's around the conventional age and see you as a young you know like 18 year old practically child Mm -hmm. to an adult that you're proud of i think that's the the true purposes like character development Mm -hmm. morals like maturity like yeah you know like and that's all in your own hands, which is the best part is like classes can be hard. Mm-hmm. There might be no jobs, but yeah, your character development is in your own hands. Mm-hmm. And for a fact, anyone can like take the time in school to work on it. Yeah. And I feel like even like you could graduate in like five, six years. Like it doesn't really matter how mm-hmm. long it actually takes you to graduate or like how many times you switch your major, like those kind of mm-hmm. things. Like it's okay. That's all part of the process and that's all part of the growth like if you feel like you need time to like take a gap year like things like that like I feel like that's healthy and mm-hmm. like a sense to step back because I know like one of my co-workers like I'm super close with her she took a gap year and then switched schools and like she was like I can't imagine like if I had gone back and like just gone back immediately and didn't take a gap year like mm-hmm. I would see no growth and like yeah I'm not graduating with my friends but like I'm a completely different person than how I was then. And, like, Mm -hmm. I'm very, like, appreciative to have the opportunity to, like, step back and, like, Mm -hmm. realize what I really want in life. And, like, I feel like by the end of college, like, even if you major in one thing and you go into a completely different department, like, it's okay. Yeah. You still get to reflect back on this time that you had in college Mm -hmm. and be like, holy crap, like, I am a different person. But, like just like reflecting back on like who you are and who you were and like no matter like 
where you finish and like yeah. where you came from like it's okay to like see the growth and like yeah. see the change and I feel like that is like a big part of college mm. and like I did an episode like on being successful in college and I feel like success is kind of what you want of it and like obviously like me and Liv that episode was like mostly on like sports just because we're both like in sports and like she's like retail but like obviously like if you're a bio major like things like that like it's going to be different how you look at success and like Mm. how you feel in success and I feel like just being able to reflect at the end of your time here Mm -hmm. is like the biggest part of college and like what is needed kind Mm -hmm. of thing I think that is the end of this episode. Um, This is K, so... Wait, what's after K? Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay, so that one is called Little Did You Know with my littles. And we're talking about random, like, L words and cup culture. So, um, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening. I really enjoyed this experience. I know. I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you guys next week.